0: welcome to the feminine truth podcast with mary miranda a place where you can reconnect with your wild cyclical and fierce truth i am mary miranda a mentor coach healer and intuitive i guide women on a journey of remembrance reconnection and embodiment of who they are their essence power and truth by reawakening the power of their feminine energy womb and menstrual cycles Join me each week to indulge in raw, unedited, and unfiltered topics to help women own and step into their divine feminine truth and become unshakable, unapologetic, and bold in who they truly are. Let's jump into today's conversation. Welcome to another episode of the Feminine Truth Podcast. Today, I am so honored to have someone that I truly admired, and she was actually one of the first role models that I ever had that helped me get started in fitness and pretty much like healing my health. And she used to be my personal trainer, and I learned so much about her. So welcome Nicole Munir to the show.
1: Thank you, uh, Mary, I'm so excited to be here. And I'm flattered that um, you considered me to be a guest. And again, yeah, I'm thinking back of the times that we worked together. And it's been a pleasure seeing your journey on Facebook and seeing how you've evolved and what you're diving into from the feminine side. So I love this this podcast, The Feminine Truth. It's awesome.
0: Thank you. Yes, I actually, I remember it was in 2012 when I hired you. And I remember I just wanted to learn how to lift weights, I was terrified at the gym. And then I was like, Oh, my God, I really hope she doesn't put me where all the guys are. And that's exactly <laughs> what you did. <laughs> you were with me. Yes, yes, that's exactly what you did. And I am so terrified. So I think you also were part of my journey of building my confidence, building how um, I would show up at the gym, like how I would um, my energy and everything. And I think I remember at the time when I was in a very toxic relationship. And you were also kind of like my therapist, you were also like my life coach, you were also my nutritionist. And because of you, I learned how to eat properly, especially like God healing nutrition that I didn't even know I was so disconnected from my body. I actually didn't even ever realize why I got bloated. I didn't even know I was bloated. I just knew I had a tummy. And it would be big after eating and I would get sleepy. I never even realized how the foods that I was eating were impacting my whole entire self, especially my mental health, like seriously. So then I remember when you gave me the diet, I didn't really see changes because I I was so disconnected from my body. And little by little, I realized how when I was eating all the veggies, all the organic foods, like the difference in my energy. And I was just like, what is this all about? How come I never (laughs) knew this? And it's like a whole different shift because I was a Mexican. I was used to my mom's cooking. And then I was used to my own way of cooking, which was not healthy at all. So you were kind of like, what the one that helped me and taught me a lot of the things my foundation of who I am today, especially with the eating healthy, learning how to train properly, getting into bodybuilding and all of that. So thank you so much for being such a good role model. all this You're year welcome,
1: now. And I appreciate you sharing that. And it, it melts my heart, because that's why I love doing what I do. And it's interesting that you talk about the disconnect with the body and how you didn't realize all this stuff. And that's really how I even started my journey, as well, where, you know, it was 33 years of being sick on prescription after prescription, doctor after doctor, diagnosed with over a dozen chronic conditions starting as early as my teens. Uh, I had low energy, I was had chronic fatigue, IBS, asthma, ruptured ovarian cysts, several trips to the ER, cancerous cells what? the list goes on and on I have my water here because sometimes <laughs> when I'm talking
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: is it throat chakra? like Ugh. this is the hell yeah this yes exactly this <laughs> is the health You gotta have that water and yes the throat chakra because <laughs> when I talk a lot yes I need that hydration so yes. anyway yeah so and my my dad was a doctor and my mom was a nurse and neither of them taught me health they taught me how to pop pills And they didn't teach me healthy relationships or stress management. And so you say life coach and all that. Well, that's where I ended up evolving Mm -hmm. shortly after you hired me. I ended up getting my check education because I saw that I'm (laughs) going to talk about throat. (laughs) Okay, getting my check education has changed my life profoundly. (laughs) And when I was training people, I saw that a lot of people knew the basics of working out and the eating once, you know, I was working with them, or even if they had come to me and they wanted some changes, but it was really having that consistency versus that yo-yo back and forth, or even having unhealthy patterns that they were carrying on from past generations and wanting to break those habits and just a lot of people just unhappy mm-hmm. in certain areas of their lives. And I didn't really have the tools to help them. So then I stumbled upon shock. People ask me and I, I honestly do not know how, but I remember searching around and Facebook was around them because it was 2012. I started Facebook, I think in like 2000 and I don't know, long time ago, 2005 <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> anyway, um, I remember, you know, researching of what life coaching uh, avenues I wanted to go down for education and even, you know, contacting some people that I knew in the fitness industry. And I'm like, oh, you have life coach on your, on your Facebook, on your resume. And they're like, I'm not a life coach. I just put it out. And I'm like, okay, where's your integrity? <laughs> so anyway, I found the Czech Institute, Paul Czech. He is one of a kind. There's no one like him. And he has had his institute for over three decades and you know just like all of his students myself he himself we're all our first client yes we go through his education and then we apply it in our life so people can read the internet all they want and read all they want and that's great because I learn a lot from reading but when you apply it it's totally different you know people are like oh I read all this stuff I'm like that really doesn't mean anything it's like application is everything. It's like, you know, it's not just working for me, it's working for hundreds of thousands of my clients. And then on top of it, it's working for hundreds of thousands of my educators' clients. So it's really just going back to the basics and that everything we have is within us, but we're always seeking things externally. And so going back to the life coach, started my education with Paul check after my personal training education and some like diet, diet, nutrition, personal training education too. But Paul check was really looking holistically at things. And after seven months of following his program, I got pregnant at age 41. Wow. So <clears throat> let me go back a little bit, but in 2006 is when I started my health journey and I started eating real food, organic food, non GMO, cutting out the gluten, Mm. I did cut out dairy. uh, And things like even soy. And then after seven months, I was working with an integrative chiropractor at the time. And following that to a T, I was sick of being sick. I initially went in there for horrible PMS. Like at the time I was on the pill, and the pill it, one, it killed my libido. We're on Feminine Truth, so I know we can talk about anything like this. Yes. And two, it made me a royal bitch. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I just, I didn't like it. And, you know, 2006 is where I really became more aware and connected with my body. Like you say, there was this disconnect. And it's like, how did I go 33 years of eating food, putting stuff in my body every day and not connecting the dots that, okay, that's why your IBS, you had these, the, the IBS. That's why, you know, maybe you had these asthma attacks and the acne and just all this this other stuff that I had going on, all these chronic conditions. And then the meds had side effects too. And so uh, seven months of that, I had candida and testing and stuff like that. And then reversed everything, got off my inhalers. I'm not allergic to anything, no grass, no ragweed, no pollen. I heal my gut. I used to, I, I could not be in the same room with cats or dogs. Like if I would go to somebody's house, Christmas time parties, you know, on the weekends, whatever my time was limited, I'd start like having asthma attacks or I'd have to leave like after an hour. I couldn't enjoy my time if it was family Uh, I don't have those issues. Like we uh, go on vacation and stay at people's homes that have pets, cats and dogs and our neighbors have it. And we know we play with them and all this stuff. So it's just interesting to see how seven months of consistency in that time I had one vodka soda and (laughs) one Portillo's burger with bread and fries and then one scoop of ice cream. So other than that, I really – I was sick of being sick. So, you know, some people may be like, oh my gosh, seven months. So it's my journey, it's my story. So, you know, when clients come to me, it's like, I don't really tell them what to do and when. You know, I educate them and allow them the freedom to make the choice of, okay, what are you ready to do now? What are you ready to add in? What are you ready to eliminate? And, you know, I had been miserable for several decades. So it was like, I I was, I was done, you know, I'm like, I want to change. And, you know, Paul checked with his teaching pain is our greatest teacher. So looking back at my life, present, even present time, pain, uncomfortable times, stress, stress is inevitable. I have stress. My life isn't perfect. People think, oh, you're a life coach. Your life is perfect. Or, you know, you, you, I'm like, heck no. (laughs) And, you know, stress is inevitable and pain has, is the greatest teacher. So, you know, even with my son now, it's like, there's times where I see he's experiencing pain, whether it's physical, like he hurts himself or something else. It's not that I'm insensitive or I'm not compassionate. It's, you know, I I think I'm like, okay, this is, this is, you know, God's way, our creator's way of teaching him something, you know, it's, I'm not his only teacher. So, uh, the pain I've had, I don't look back at it. I don't regret it. I've looked at even the men I've dated with no ill will towards them because I take ownership for my choices and things that I tolerated. But the things that I tolerated, I learned from past generations. And that all gets passed down through the womb, as yeah. you know. And so Paul Check is just that education. Amazing. So I did, I did the, the work with the integrative chiropractor, ended up getting off all my meds after seven months. And then, you know, from there I evolved, like I would sometimes eat out and eat this and that, but I would really stick to the same foods. And then I had some other issues I should say around 2013, which is after we were working together. So my education has completely like grown in so many ways. And I I ended up not getting my period in May of 2013. And at that time, I just stepped off the bikini Olympia stage. And I was I was 39. And I didn't get my period. But my schedule was so busy, I was having to turn clients away. And I mean, who likes to say no, you Mm -hmm. know, and, you know, telling people like, No, I don't have time for you. And they're demanding, I put them in their schedule. And I'm like, I don't have time. And this one girl kept demanding and demanding. And I found room for her. And then she kind of had like two chefs in the kitchen. She had another trainer, but she had a lot of these issues. And I'm like, well, this is what I would recommend. So that person's doing stuff that I wouldn't recommend, at least not now, you know. And so then work together. And then all of a sudden she just wanted to change, wanted to get out. And uh, it wasn't anything like bad in that sense, but it was really stressful because I put her in and then it was like, She just abruptly like left and I never heard from her again. And so I remember not getting my period and went to check seven months of following the nutrition. So with my check, my nutrition has completely changed since getting my check education where I have a huge variety of foods and um, rotating them, which is important. You know, a lot of people think that eating the same foods daily is healthy. And if that's where you're starting, great. And that's usually a lot of times where I do start clients, you know, just changing certain foods, not necessarily rotating. Not everybody's ready for that. But I actually did, um, four days where I didn't repeat the same meal. So I had 20 different meals. I didn't have anything the same, no protein, no plant, no fat. So it was a lot of work. I was single and (laughs) I wasn't, and I wasn't, you know, a mother. So I could do that. And, uh, I did, I got my period, maybe, uh, six weeks later and then never had any issues again and then um i got pregnant uh seven months after that so i know that i'm divorced and we can talk about that too um i and my ex-husband actually had kids uh even before we divorced he he had actually gotten his significant other pregnant so i know he wasn't the problem. You know, I was my internal environment wasn't the proper environment to grow a human. And that's a huge topic too, which could be another show, but it's like that internal environment for so many years, I, I wasn't putting the right stuff in. And, and on top of it, I was putting all these medicines in my body that, you know, the side effects, a lot of it, we really don't know
0: oh, yeah. some of it
1: we do, but not all of it. And then stress, past trauma, all that, you know, you know, the whole, Okay. So there's a lot to go in there. But so after seven months, I got pregnant naturally for the first time ever in my life at age 41. And I knew that God, my, you know, the universe, everything like I'd always wanted kids and I kind of had given up on it at that point. It's always when you let go of your dream, that
0: things happen. I just
1: let it go. Give it to God, give it to the universe. Let it go. Trust it will come to you at the right time. And it did because there I was at 41 with so much more wisdom to bring my child into the world in a better way than what my parents did. Again, not bashing my parents, but when you know better, you do better. Yes. And so like I was born sick and then I was sick for 33 years of my life. So my son has been sick once in seven years. So I know that I'm doing A lot right for him, based on just his health alone. So then going on from there, I ended up getting my check two in 2018. And that was like my first trip where it was like a week away from my son. But at that time, you know, it was it was it was a good time, you know, timing is everything. And that was pretty powerful. Uh, My check level one was in person, it was in Chicago, it was uh, a three day weekend. And then my check level two was in California. And, uh, the Czech Institute is in California. So it was a five day, five day, uh, course. And, uh, they were about 10 hour days and it was really intimate. It was 20 of us, four women and 16 men. And I mean, we were all there, like whether it was people like myself, personal trainers, maybe chiropractors, doctors wanting to get more education under their belt, uh, even people who were just coming for themselves to heal themselves or people that were having a career change, miserable in their jobs, you know, doing something that aligned with them. And it was such an amazing experience to be around men and women. But these, these men, half my age, crying their eyes out, sharing, you know, their stories and wanting to move to a better place, wanting to do the work to get to a better place. It's not easy And, uh, so I completed that and I've been doing check level two, uh, coaching where I'm looking at, um, Paul check has four doctors that we look at. So with my coaching, it is Dr. Diet, Dr. Movement, Dr. Happiness or self-love and Dr. Quiet stress management. So if any of those are out of balance, I help people put them back in balance, but I'm looking at everything too. I send out several in-depth questionnaires to clients looking at organs and, and stress, and you know diet poop we talk about about everything and then more recently after gosh i i nursed my son till almost almost five and breastfed him and that was a goal of mine to have an unmedicated childbirth which i did Um, and then to nurse him i wasn't breastfed i was formula fed so i was i was a 70s baby so it's no wonder why i had all these health problems at a young age because my gut didn't have the proper flora and I didn't have that emotional connection with my mom. So a lot of people look at, they're going to be like five years. You know? And I, you know, I got that from a lot of women because of like the indoctrination out there. Okay. But really after two years, they're not getting much nutrition from you. They're getting that emotional comfort. So basically I was my son's pacifier. He never had a nook or a binky, whatever you call it. I was his binky. Um, And yes, that takes a lot of commitment. But that was a choice I made. Again, five years prior, 10 years earlier, would I have made those choices? Probably not, because I didn't have that wisdom. And, you know, I, I thank God, like, I, I lived, I've lived a great life. And I've accomplished a lot. But when I look at my accomplishments, it's like, my biggest accomplishments are the work I've done on myself, not necessarily the work I've done outside the home or with competing. Like, yes, that's exciting and awesome. But it's like, I've worked so hard to get my body where it is physically. And now in my forties work so hard on the emotional and mental pieces to get that generational trauma off of me so I can allow in what the universe wants to bring me. And so, you know, with nursing him, You know, I'm a human. I was, I was depleted. We, I would night nurse him. We co slept. You know, I'm, you know, he's sucking on my boob. You know, in the middle of the night, um, waking up a lot. Single mom. uh, So stressed. But nothing. I wouldn't say anything extreme. But I did. You know, I didn't get a lot of sleep. And a baby sucks your soul. Literally, they suck your vitamins and your minerals, and you're depleted. And I noticed. You know, hey this time, you know, I was in tune with my body. I'm like, okay, I need to do something. And I'd always wanted to do a hair tissue mineral analysis testing. So then I got my hair, hair tissue mineral analysis test done for me. And then I was like, Oh, my gosh, I need to get this education, because my clients will appreciate this. And I can help so many more people. Because a lot of people want a diagnostic tool. They don't just want like paperwork, and they don't want to talk about their, their past health history and what happened in their childhood, they just want to test. And the test is fascinating. It it shows a lot as far as mineral imbalances, adrenal um, dysfunction, and everything from thyroid problems, cancer, and any chronic condition. So basically, in getting my education, which I got two years ago, for the blood panels and the hair tissue test, uh, that education now Morley Robbins uh, is over the root cause protocol. And so I'm educated under him for the testing and there is no disease. There's only metabolic dysfunction. If you give the body what it needs, it will function optimally the way our creator designed our bodies to function. So the mineral test and the blood panel will show where you're out of balance. And then I go over clients with everything from diet, sleep, Supplements, stress, past, lifestyle factors to get their body back in balance. And it doesn't happen overnight, but it is possible to reverse without medicines and surgeries for people who make that choice. Now, not everybody wants that choice, and that's okay. Uh, So I've just, it's been fascinating. And I like you sharing your testimonial with me. And that's not even with all the tools that I have now. It was at
0: the beginning. Yes. Uh, I think you did the cortisol or saliva test on me, something like that. Oh, yeah. The, yes. That's the only one I think I remember. And the questionnaire was very in depth. i like, why is she asking me all these questions? Because I had no idea, right? I've never gone to a nutritionist or a dietitian, let alone somebody that who's so holistic, because you yeah. were already holistic by then. And right now, your approach is so integrative then I'm like, what is she doing now? She's doing all these things. So it's like body, mind and soul connection. That's how I see it. And it's very integrative. You're like a one stop shop.
1: <laughs> Thank you. But that's, that's why I got all these tools, because I'm like, Oh, well, you know, I'm like a psychologist, like you say, now with check, we study the psyche. And then with my root cause protocol, tools for the testing, I can really help people who, who want those tools. And, you know, I combine a lot, like I'll do just testing consultations where people just want to go over results, kind of have the basics, what to walk away with, maybe a check-in call later to kind of review, to see how they're doing. And then I also do testing with, you know, three, six, nine months of coaching where they're getting me more, you know, they're getting more accountability, more check-ins, all that kind of stuff to kind of really help improve. It just depends on where people are. Some people, some people do the testing for anti-aging and longevity, you know not everybody that comes to me is super sick. Many people are proactive and want to be preventative. So from a standpoint of that is like some people just want to take their their current status up a notch and take more in and you know they're ready to make some changes.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So pretty much you stand by the whole truth that food
1: is medicine. Food is like 100%. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you that, like, so now where I'm at, yes, like, this is 15 years later. So I'll be 49 in November. I have not been on any prescription drugs since 2006. I have not had any chronic conditions since 2006. I now only eat organic, non-GMO, gluten-free. When we go out to eat, we Support those restaurants. You know, people are like, what? And I'm like, well, "Well, we'll drive 20 minutes that way just to go get it." You know, so uh, it it truly is a lifestyle. And with uh, COVID, I always wanted to have my own garden, and so that kind of just pushed us a little quicker to get it. And so I'm grateful, you know, for that. And now it's it's really great because you know Grayson helps with that, and he gets to see like, okay, let's go get the kale and. You know, the lettuce and the carrots, and he's he helps water, and so he's seeing how we have our food there uh that we grow. So
0: my god, that is so amazing because um I do I tried your food, like healthy vegan food, your desserts. I'm like, these are amazing, they're just like real food. And I think a lot of people just don't think healthy food it's good, but it is, it is, and it's life-changing. Like I said at the beginning. When I was talking about my experience with you, like I completely know what my body likes and doesn't like I'm so connected, like my body doesn't like grains, like it does not all of a sudden, it started liking pasta. And then it hit a plateau that I started getting lethargic. I'm like, okay, that was too much. And like you said, uh, with me, after I finished my coaching with you and everything, I did proceed on to more like competing and bodybuilding. And I did get a coach and I was eating the same foods, the same foods, and I ended up with gut issues, I ended up with food sensitivities, like to the day, I cannot have eggs, I cannot have honey, I cannot have chicken, I cannot have gluten kind of impacts me. So I did a food sensitivity test that was in 2014. So I'm just like very, very cautious in a way what I eat when I know when I don't. And I know when my gut is getting inflamed, I know when I'm getting lethargic, when I'm getting a headache, like right away, I know I pick it up. So I just avoid those foods because I'm like, that's not going to make me feel energetic, vital. Like, I just don't want to feel like lethargic and just heavy. Like I hated that. And I never knew that I went so many years feeling like that thinking that was normal. And when I actually knew healthy, like food, I was like, Oh, this is normal.
1: What was that? (laughs) Right? Yeah. So your higher self is talking to you and you're listening. Because I mean, the thing is, too, most people don't listen Mm -hmm. to other people, but most people don't listen to themselves. So they can go an entire lifetime. And then in their maybe 60s and 70s, they're trying to backpedal. And by then it's too late because they never listen to their body and it's not just the food. So like, it's interesting that you say that because that is one of the reasons why food rotation is healthy and that eating the same thing every day is not recommended because it creates inflammation, food sensitivities and intolerances. And I had the same thing too, because I was doing that before my check where I was like, oh, I can't have this and this and this, what am I going to eat? And then it was like, once I got my check, like I was eating over 22 different sources of protein. Wow. So... I mean, now I'm probably not that much, but I do have a wide variety of proteins and plants and fats that I'm eating. But again, it's all about teaching, teaching my clients to, you know, like not be dependent on me. Yeah. And again, you have everything inside of you. It's just a matter of pulling it out and teaching you how to tune into your own wisdom. And so talking on that, it's not just like, okay, my gut this or you know, I have these other problems, it's it's pain, chronic pain, too. So whether we're, we're eating something, and you get gassy and bloated, or you have pain, or you have a headache, or maybe there's a job, or there's a parent, or a child, or a spouse, that is toxic, Mm -hmm. or doesn't align with you anymore. Yeah. And it's learning to set a boundary of self-love, to speak up. <laughs> Throat that <child>? that? <laughs> and speaking of, like, I mean, I still have my tonsils. I have everything God gave me. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I used to have a lot of, I had reoccurring sinus infections. I was always congested, always waking up with phlegm, sore throats, cough, I was always sick, always run down. And so, again, changing the foods, like, again, goes away. But the, the throat chakra, again, learning to speak up, the different zones, the different chakras of the body will reflect areas where maybe you're not acting in alignment with your higher self. And so, your higher self is kind of knocking at the door, like you say. And again, it took you, didn't take you 33 years, right? You, you figured it out oh. for me. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, there's some people. You know, that's why I get, I get a lot of clients in their 20s. I have a couple in their teens, and it's like, bravo, bravo. You know, and it's not that I wish that was my journey, because again, my journey taught me so much. I wouldn't trade it in. Yeah. You know, in the moment when I was kind of lost and my had my head in the sand, you know, I yes. But now it's like, oh gosh, I'm so grateful for that boyfriend. I'm so grateful for my ex-husband. Yeah. I'm so grateful for not getting that and not getting my way because it directed me, you know, rejection is redirection. So it it, it is. And I think that having that, that understanding and awareness, it's not, it's not necessarily a mindset, you know, the positive mindset to me is a lot of BS. Mm -hmm. It's really the awareness, the awareness that's going to carry you. You can be aware of something and not be ready to change, but when you're aware And maybe you're not playing the victim as much and you're not doing this, but you're doing this because all change starts with us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I look at my life, especially even in my latter years and, you know, my, my family's deceased. My dad died 20, uh, 25 years ago, right? 25 years ago. And my mom died. It'll be coming up on 10 years. And my brother died three years ago. All of them died from heart disease. So another topic, I've done some talks on this and again, with the HTMA testing and the blood panel, all disease is linked to stress. And Mm -hmm. so even when I look at my health, I can look at what was going on in my family life, in my upbringing and the research on that. And then even in my adult life, what was going on. And then even now, Okay. I take impeccable care of myself. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I'm human. Stress hits me like everybody else. And if I don't speak up and speak my truth, it impacts me. Mm. Or if a situation arises and you know I'm not expressing my emotions, it impacts me. So it's like, I may not be able to do anything about a situation. And that happens to a lot of us where things happen. We don't understand in the moment. We're angry. We're pissed. We're frustrated. We're hurt. We're sad. We're mad, whatever. If I don't express my emotions, even if it's just to me, myself and I, then I'm going to feel it. And I have, there's so many, I don't want to say so many. There are examples that I have over the past couple of years that have happened where, you know, like I had, I had an asthma attack um, in 2019 and it was right around some court stuff with the father of my child. And now he and I are in a much better place, but a huge part of that I know was me setting a major boundary with him that actually protected me. And then, you know, he ended up coming back and saying, you know, I don't want to be in the courts, which is what I never wanted, blah, blah, blah. That's a whole long story. But the court stress, so anybody out there, whether they're married and divorced and going through the courts or they're, they're stressful um, I'm going okay. through that right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like the divorce is a death, even if you want it, it's a death. Nobody gets married to get divorced. So it's like, even though going to my divorce, like <laughs> my ex, And I, you know, at the end you, you read my book. So, um, I mean, I'll just say this. So I, I had a marital affair and I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not embarrassed. And my marriage taught me more than my, my parents, any textbook. And I remember, you know, my husband, when my ex-husband at the time, he was like, you know, he's like, Nicole, nothing, nothing can teach us what we learned in our marriage. And I was like, you're right. And, you know, I needed it, he needed it, and he was a part of my journey. And I'm grateful I wouldn't have my son now. But it was like, I was repeating these patterns of the partners I was choosing. You know, my, my dad was a doctor. He provided so much, my college education was paid for, I had a car in high school, you know, we traveled a lot, I had name brand clothes, we lived in a very well to do suburb. So my dad worked. A lot and I saw my parents with separate lives so I learned that marriage was this separate thing I didn't learn that you know you come together and again my parents really didn't have God in their life like my mom was going to the Catholic church and my dad was a Muslim but he wasn't practicing his faith when they got married he started practicing it later in life same thing with my mom and same thing with me like I was going to a Catholic grade school, but it was like, you know, I would be forced to go to church. I really didn't have an understanding because it wasn't really discussed in the home. It was like, go to school, learn it there. We'll go to church on Sunday. Cause we go to church on Sunday. And then in my, you know, when I got pregnant, I was like, this is a gift from God. Children are a blessing. And I knew it. I knew my pregnancy was going to full term. And, um, so that's when I grew closer to God but going back to like the family life and the relationships and repeating the patterns um, you know, my dad was very abusive. He was absent. He abandoned us, neglected us. uh, But he took really good care of me when I was sick. And he provided a lot for me financially. So he didn't have those tools from his parents. And probably they didn't have it either. You know, my, my paternal grandparents. And then my mom, <clears throat> my, my maternal grandfather had two families at the same time. Oh, not
0: secrets. <laughs> Family secrets, right? Yeah.
1: And I didn't learn about it until after my marriage. And then um, all of us are divorced. Hmm. My brother and I my first cousins and then even the half brother and sister like my half aunt and half uncle they're all they're all divorced wow that's interesting well it is but it isn't and it's like you repeat
0: yeah definitely yeah 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 and there's a pattern there within our tree where like for example for me like the way i can say it is that um women stating this marriages they were like self-sacrificing codependent people pleasers putting everyone else before themselves so that was the pattern in my family until I got married and I realized that I didn't want to be married and I broke that pattern and I was like no I am not going to do things the conventional way because I am not conventional but then when I was looking at the my family line and everything like you said everything that I have been through It can be traced back to my grandparents, ancestral can be traced back to my childhood, the men that I dated, and everything that you're just saying, I'm just like, yes, 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 because I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like this. I love this conversation.
1: Yeah. So like when so like talking about this, like this is like the in-depth help because like people will come to me and it's like, again, I'm not the coach for everybody because it's like I'm not just going to be like, here, do this workout here. Do this diet because that's not true health holistically it's like if somebody comes to me for a workout they eventually want a diet and then not a diet but they want a lifestyle you know i give them a lifestyle plan i don't do a diet and when i give them the lifestyle plan then all of a sudden all this stuff comes up and it's like well let's get to the root cause of that so you aren't dieting because why are you yo-yo dieting there's a reason you're yo-yo dieting what do we do if we don't learn in our childhood how to manage our emotions in a healthy way we're going to turn to food we're going to turn to work we're going to turn to sex we're going to turn to the gym we're going to turn to the internet drugs alcohol so you know with that said going the whole familia stuff like the emotional trauma passed on and the coping mechanisms if they're passed on from generation one generation to the next. So. My, my goal, like I'm, like I'm totally unconventional too, like where, you know, in raising my son, I knew I wanted an unmedicated birth. I knew I was a paying customer. I knew I had choices and I knew I was not going to let somebody tell me how my body was going to function. And I left my gynecologist because it goes, you're 41, you're small, you're going to be a C-section. I said, see ya. And I found a midwife group that supported my goals. And by the grace of God, it didn't happen the way I envisioned it, but I did have an unmedicated birth. And I did have a healthy baby boy and uh, I did end up nursing him. Like I wanted to beyond what I thought I would. And then I knew I wanted to homeschool him since birth, not just with COVID because I knew I wanted to teach my son to think for himself. And just with the, the food is a huge part of the school system where, you know, I can't protect him from all the pain but if I can educate him and give him wisdom and he takes it with, because he does, he makes a lot of smart choices on his own. He's only seven. Um, But yeah, you know, making the changes there where I've already done that with my son. And then now in my relationship uh, now I have a, I have a really good man in my life who it's the first healthy relationship I've ever had. We started dating when I was 47 and uh, it's, it's just amazing. Like, I feel like I've worked my ass off. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, wow, you know, like letting go of stuff. And then all of a sudden it just comes rushing in and it's like, you know, all that stuff that I preach and that I've learned, it, it is true. And I practice it. It's hard. It's not easy you know, by any means certain, like the food is the easy part for me, you know, the emotional, uh, like the daily habits I do all that. I know you want to talk about that too, but like everything, those are still things that I, you know, work in and stuff like that. Uh, but it, it feels good to be in a relationship with a man who doesn't abandon me, who hasn't betrayed me, neglected me, who treats me well, who is a really healthy example for my son as well. Uh, just, and, and as far as teaching right from wrong and how, how to treat a woman because my dad never dated me, yeah. you know, girls learn from their fathers and my, my dad, you know, he, he wasn't there a lot. So I, I learned that was, that was what I thought love was the absence so here I was with these relationships where these men were absent or they were abusive or they were choosing other things. And that's the thing too with, we all have addictions and I had addictions. I had addictions to shopping, to competing. I mean, I accomplished a lot, but it was like, you know, I was never good enough for my dad. He was never there, but I was good enough for the approval of all these people in the world. You know, now I don't regret any of it, but I can look back at it and be like, you know, that served its purpose then. But it's like, you know, I can see that why I chose that and now I know better and I don't want to do that. You know, I'm choosing other paths and other things that fulfill me and I enjoy being by myself and not being so busy. I mean, I had a busyness addiction too, where, you know, the busyness, you don't have to think about anything. You don't have to face yourself. Like, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know. No, I actually,
0: this is a very powerful conversation. You pretty much sharing your entire journey because you took us from how it all started. And we kind of navigated with you finding the root cause. And that's where a lot of people don't look. They just want to diet to lose weight. And that's it. They're going to be happy. I'm like, oh, no, there's like all these things that you need to look at. Why is this happening? And then you start asking questions and it goes deep, deep, deep. So, like yes. you said, this journey is not for anyone. You have to be willing to go deep. You have to be willing to truly see yourself. And I got the chills because that is so hard to do. Yeah, it's so hard to do to take responsibility to take ownership to look at you and say, wow, like I've also attributed to my life being the way it is right now. And it's just like taking It's like an ego death experience at the same time, because you have to realize that everything that led you to where you are right now, if you're unhappy, or if you have got issues or whatever, it's because of everything that you have done, what you have been taught, your conditioning, your programming, belief systems, your grandmas, your past ancestors that you don't even know about, you know, and not even talking about a past life, if you believe yeah. in that. Yeah, it's just so much and just the stress and just to kind of uh, wrap this up a little bit. My, all my conditions, everything that I went through, you know, because you were like my therapist and my my personal trainer, my nutritionist, it was, it was due to being in very stressful situations, toxic relationships, jobs and that but for me, my biggest teacher has been relationships, especially the relationship when I met you that was like, seriously, that was during my Saturday uh, turn, it was super intense. I did get out of it, like, but it took a very long time to get out of it because I was so asleep. I was not awakened. And once I awakened, after I left that relationship, it's like, wow, I needed that. Somehow that's going to help me in my journey. And then I started my business trying to help women not end up where I was because I was I ended up with a lot of gut issues. I ended up with my health, my pain in my muscle and my arms and my legs I ended up with so many things that were mysterious illnesses and I went to so many doctors this is post you okay I went to so many western medicine doctors I went to specialists I did blood tests I did all the things you don't have anything it's all in your head and I'm like no 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 I know I know I have something and I would do research so I started taking ownership of my own health and being an activist And of course, I would always try to eat healthy, but even the healthy foods were not really helping me because it was the emotional, the energetic, everything that was suppressed in my womb. And then I ended up with fibroids, I ended up with endometriosis. And I was like, Oh, my gosh. And it's everything because of everything that I was not healing. Because I didn't know nobody ever taught me, you know, it's just in your mind. It's all mental. I was like, "Ah, no, it's in the body now it's in the body and nobody ever taught me that trauma lives in the body is storing the body anything that you don't process it's there and so when I started doing the energetics and the work that's when everything started changing but it took a while so I just love how you just took us through the whole journey it's like we're going navigating Nicole's life it's beautiful <laughs> Because people can see the importance of diving deep into themselves, into asking why is this happening and not giving up and finding the root. Yeah. Is when life changes. So I love that you offer all these different um, services to really help someone in body, mind, and soul.
1: One thing I want to touch on that you mentioned about going to all these doctors, like on the merry-go-round of doctors, never getting an answer. So another thing with the HTMA and the blood panel, that's one thing where like people, I've had a lot of people come to me because yes, they have uh, this diagnosis or that diagnosis and they're, they're out of range or whatever. But I have a lot of people who go to doctor after doctor and everything's fine. They come to me with the test and the test shows. So something to, to think about where a lot of people think where this is where the test is so different. Like I take good care of myself, but I have work to do. On these tests, I'm not in range. So I've definitely improved over the years, by following protocols. But I'm out of range. And so it's like if I were to go to a conventional doctor, they'd be like, CBC, fine, I don't do a CBC. I do a completely different panel looking at different markers that, that doctors don't look at con- uh, conventional doctors don't look at not even functional doctors too. And um, <laughs> so when you say that, it's interesting, because a lot of people, you know, that's exactly what it is. Doctors don't connect the mind to the body, yeah. which you know Socrates made fun of the physicians of today, because they don't do that. And it, it, we are connected. Yeah. And like you said, yeah. the you know, people think like, Oh, I'm just more sensitive, because I cleaned up my diet. You're not more sensitive to your stomach, your body is more aware. And now you're not going to go back to that old way. So your body is gonna give you more pain so that you don't revert back yep. to the old way. And so it's the same thing, like I'm noticing now with certain things where like my body, like I get tight and stiff and I don't have those issues. You know, I mean, yes, I get tight and stiff maybe after a workout, but to the point where like, I didn't do anything and it's like some stressful incident happened with another person and I'm like, oh my God, I need to speak up sooner. <laughs> you know, like, I just say, oh my gosh, sorry. I need to speak up sooner or, you know, I should have said this and this and this and I didn't, or, you know, I need to cut them out of my life and I need to be really firm about it. So, so yes, like everything you're saying is everything that, that I do where, you know, people are coming to me and it is that, that whole deep dive where, you know, whether you have cancer and the people pleaser. So talking about that is that, you know, I don't have the statistic in my head. I didn't put my phone here, but typically people like with uh, anything from ALS to endometriosis to cancer, and and the list goes on. A lot of these problems, based on Dr. Gabor Mate's uh, research, he's a Canadian psychologist, and he's been doing for decades I think he's almost retired actually and in his research uh, and people with these chronic diseases they either all never learn to say no
0: Wow
1: okay uh, yeah they all I don't know if there's uh, there's probably more to it I can't I can't I don't have the statistic memorized but majority of them never okay they all never learn to say no sorry I'm going off my head or If when you were a child, was there anyone you could go to? The answer was no. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, my son's having a meltdown and I am not the perfect parent. Okay. But I am probably 94% there and not triggered. You know, like if I'm getting triggered by him, that's my childhood crap that I need to work out. Okay. But you know he's having that meltdown. And so for adults, and this, this is the key to health, but getting there is hard is that emotions come and go. Happiness, sadness, anger, allowing your emotions to flow and go through you. So like letting him have a temper tantrum, not stopping it, just letting him know I'm there. I'm not there. I'm not going to fix it. I'm not going to buy him something or give him food. I'm not going to tell him to shut up. I'm not going to tell him to go to his room and be alone. Now, are there times where I'm like, okay, you need a minute in there and I will come get you one minute. I need him to calm down. You know, if he's, you know, he's, he's a kid, a boy hitting or kicking and stuff like that. And then we talk, calms down, but it takes like, it's interesting because most adults are grown kids that are having adult temper tantrums. And it's like, you know, a lot of parents expect their kids and even me, like I've, I've been there where, you know, I have I have my tribe that I reach out to when I need it. And it's like, no, Nicole, it's fine. What you're doing is fine. He's going to be that way for a while. And I, sometimes I just need that reminder because I'm like, why is he still doing this? <laughs> it's like, no, it's going to take a child a lifetime to learn to regulate his emotions. And in our childhood is where we either learn to regulate them or suppress them. And if we suppress them for life, that's where we have. All these problems. So I feel like now we are having a great awakening in many ways, where you know there are more people that are more in tune with their emotions and their past, and getting in touch, and they want to heal.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I need to have you back on this podcast. We <laughs> talk about all these things, especially the homeschooling, especially your birth. I'm so interested in that. Yeah because i'm like 37 and a half and it's like you got, I time. Do- you got time no i know so <laughs> you're coming back on the podcast but right now to wrap off because this has
1: been such an amazing conversation is what is your truth my truth well my truth is that like standing in integrity standing for what i believe going against the grain especially now i mean i've always been you know like even so my parents are gone, but even some of my family has kind of ostracized me for some of the choices I've made and it's my choice. (laughs) And you know what? My son is thriving. And so am I, you know, I'm not the one who's constantly going to the doctor, sick, miserable. You know, I can love them from a separate space, but in some cases, uh, you know, my immediate family is deceased, but even some relatives, I, uh, can't have them in my actual space because they aren't really aligning with me or even supporting me. And I know a lot of that comes from a lot of people. My truth is just, you know, my, is that standing in my truth, speaking up for what I believe in, fighting for it, helping other people do the same. You know, I I think that if you aren't living in alignment, like with your own truth, it will kill you slowly. Mm -hmm. So so I'm finally living my truth. You know what I mean? So when you say like that, it is, I'm living it. And I'm still a work in progress. Yeah. You know, I'm still evolving, still changing things. It's not like a one and done, you know, it's like, I'm finding new things that I want to learn and add in uh, and continue to grow.
0: Oh my God. That's amazing. So where can it, you're coming back on the show because we still have things to talk about. <laughs> Self care. We have to talk about so many things. Um, where can anyone find you find your services? How can they hire you? Where can they just suck up on like on your energy on your wisdom
1: on your medicine, everything that you offer? Okay, so I have a website, Nicole Monier.com, And it's N I C O L E M O N E E R.com. You guys can find that I'm sure you'll add it into notes. information. Yeah. And then I have uh, Instagram that I'm on and Facebook. I have a, I have two profiles on Facebook. I have uh, like in a professional page which has close to a million, and then I have uh, my my friend page. So usually uh, when people are clients, that's I'm, I'm maxed out. You know, Facebook has the five thousand. I add people in there um, when they're clients and stuff like that. But people can email me. Uh, my email is you know on my website, and then we set up. I usually will set up a fifteen to twenty minute complimentary. Uh, phone consult to discuss what someone's goals are, what their challenges are, what my services are, what would fit and if we are a good fit. Cause like I said, it's not like, oh, you want to hire me. It's like, okay, let's figure out if, you know, we're kind of on the same page and then we go from there. And then, you know, I start with questionnaires. They're again, very in-depth, like you say, this, all of this very in-depth questionnaires, more so than probably what most doctors ask. And then uh, we start from there. And again, I offer I I really customize things, you know, like a lot of people are like, what's the pricing? I, I'm not that cookie cutter coach, like for $9.99, you can get this or for a hundred bucks, you know, it's like, you know, my price is higher, but I know I have a lot to offer.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, and I, you know, I offer payment plans too, but again, it's life changing. It's changed my life and I have lots of testimonials of clients whose lives have been changed too. So. Yeah,
0: no, and I, you changed my life too. Like it, everything started when I met you, literally. Like it did. It. So, thank you so much for being part of this conversation. I am gonna have you back; just expect that. <laughs> but thank you so much for just sharing everything you've been through, your story, and just taking us ev- from start to end. I'm so grateful the, to the I cross paths with you. Honestly, yeah. thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me on as a guest, and it was a pleasure seeing you. You look beautiful
0: thank you thank you thank you so much for being part of this conversation for feminine truth podcast this podcast is for you for me for us for the feminine collective thank you so much for spending your time and energy with us share on instagram and facebook stories what resonated with you and if you're listening to this and for anyone to get a hold of this podcast at feminine truth podcast and if you feel called to leave us a review let us know your thoughts let us know how this has felt for you listening to the podcast and the episodes are going to be every Tuesday so I cannot wait to see you next time. Sending so much love.